Greetings. And now it's Kanakaguego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe. And each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from all across this great turtle island. So for this next hour, you're invited to enjoy the music and the chat. My featured guest today is Rex Lyons, Eel Clan of the Onondake Nation. He's a man of many talents. He sits on the board of the New York State Blues Festival. He's the founder of the Rip Chords, a band based out of Syracuse. We're going to be discussing their albums, The Last Dance, Unmasked, Earl Slick and the West Side Social Club, Future Plans, and a whole lot more. So without further ado, you're invited to turn it up and sing along with the bottle Let Me Down today on Gyno. Well, each night I leave the barroom when it's over. I'm not feeling any pain at closing time. But the night your memory found me much too sober. Well, I said I couldn't drink enough to keep you off my mind. Each night I need a bottle I can tend to And now, little baby, I've been tending every day All the wine don't take effect the way it used to I've been hurting in an old familiar way Tonight, the bottle let me down It let your memory
the bottle let me down from the Ripcord's 2019 The Last Dance, kicking off our listening on today's edition of Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, welcome to today's chat with my featured guest, Rex Lyons, the founder and leader of the Ripcord's. Nyawaskano, Rex, how are you doing today? Nyawaskano, I'm doing great. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's an honor to be able to chat with you today. It's a long overdue conversation, and we have a, a number of albums to talk about today. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about The Last Dance, uh, Unmasked, uh, your collaboration with Earl Slick. Uh, we're going to touch a little bit on Native American Music Awards and a whole lot more in between, but for the sake of the new listener out there, why don't we go ahead and get started with some introductions? Please, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is my 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 given name is Rex Lyons, but my Haudenosaunee name is Tehoitagi. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a citizen of Onondaga Nation, Heel Clan. Grew up on Onondaga Nation. You know, uh, played lacrosse all my life and been a working musician since I can remember. Uh, I started pretty humbly back when I was a young teen, around 11 years old. I knew I, you know, things were going to start to develop as a musician because I was really. Uh, had some great influences. My mother had an amazing record collection, but uh, it's been quite a journey. Just out of curiosity, um, did your dad's relationship with John Lennon have anything to do with uh, you wanting to get into music? You know, my father, uh, you know, he's he's kind of the Renaissance man of sorts, and he was he had great knowledge of, of music. You know, he was an artist himself. Yeah. You know, and went to SU and and, and he was an art major and, and studied fine arts. But, you know, the, the School of Art is also right in the same building as the School of Music. And he used to go have his lunch and listen to the, them guys play Bach on that huge pipe organ in, in Krauss Hall there, you know. And, you know, but um, he had a very, uh, I would say, a vast knowledge. And he said to himself, he said, back in the days, that they were zoot suiters. <laughs> the Indians loved to dance and sing, play piano. They were musicians. You know, like you say, I think that's, again, reflection of... of uh, just another expression of being connected to those to the, to the, to the music and, mm. and it's where it comes from, you know, and the impact that it has. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, he he has a lot of <laughs> a lot of influences on me, especially his different uh, associations that he's had, like Carlos Santana. I've, I've been had the good fortune of you know sitting in some pretty esteemed company because of my father, which is always blows my mind because. He's very humble. He never speaks of it, you know, until I'm standing there before somebody. Oh, yeah. And people will call him across the room. And I remember we were in a Shoreline Amphitheater, Bonnie Raitt. They'd come across the room and say, hey, Oren. Like, <laughs> he was sandbagging on me. He never said a word. Wow. You know? <laughs> I just saw something uh, about Paul McCartney's daughter that, you know, for the first few years of her life, she had no idea that her, her father was so famous, you know? So it's kind of funny that these anecdotes come up over time and you're like, wow, what else can you tell me, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think one of the things that was really profound that my father kind of, he saw that I had taken an interest in, in, in music and that, you know, being a young man and, and being kind of uh, full of energy and, and I had a, a lot of, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say that they're incorrect influences, but they were limited, the influences I was getting. And I was attracted to the new wave, uh, the punk scene. I wasn't really into the, the mainstream of pop music. I was more into the anarchy and the, and the radicalness of that, you know. So he said, you know what, if you're serious about this, you've got to go through something. He took me to this jazz joint uh, down in the village of New York City. The place was called Sweet Basil. And we went and saw... Uh, uh, Billy Miller, an extraordinary 
piano player, which I didn't know at the time. And at the time, I think I was probably 15 years old, you know, and I picked up the guitar, picked up the bass, and I was playing in the band already and doing all these things. And um, he says, you know, you need a little perspective. And uh, I'll tell you what, I was blown away by that show. It really gave, it really shook me to my roots because I was just dumbfounded by the level of musicianship and how how engaged I was because it was they were they were you know clearly speaking way above my head in in their language, but it still hit my heart. I was I was blown away by this three piece that you know it was the drums and a bass and a piano, and I was mesmerized. But this is one of the things, you know, that, uh, just one occasion I can tell you that my father was, you know, trying to give me perspective because as, as like any artist, you know, the broader the perspective, uh, the broader your expression. You know? Yeah. All of those influences, I think, really come through in the rip chords uh, on the various albums throughout the years, uh, you know. And so, well, let's pivot a little bit and talk about the, the formation of the band. It's my understanding we're going back to like 2003 now with the rip chords, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and it's really funny because, uh, <clears throat> like I said, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. Now we're going back a ways, back in the late 80s, 90s. You know, I formed a band with, uh, well, with just me, a couple of guys from the res, you know, my my buddies I grew up with, you know, we yeah. started playing music, and I, the name of the band was White Boy and the Wagon Burners. And, <laughs> and, and we really made a splash. We actually played a short in amphitheater. We were really close to getting to the next level. But, you know, being a little bit uh, young, rambunctious, and undisciplined, we didn't quite get there. But not to say we didn't have an opportunity, but, boy, that name... Got, we got a lot of traction out of that. Yeah, I got to tell you. As a matter of fact, I bought the, do the domain name just because I was instructed. You should. That's a great tagline. And whether you do something with it or not, <laughs> it's good to have that. Like the advice of, you know, a, a fellow musician. I never would have thought that. But that was my humble beginnings. You know, where where was we, you know, we were kind of uh, tongue in cheek about the, um, you know, we're gonna come right out and say it. You know. About, about the race factor here, you know, we got a white boy here, and we got these wagon burners here trying to make some music, coming together and making some music, and uh, bringing everybody together in, in kind of uh, a little humor. I mean, as you know, uh, Indians got great sense of humor. Uh, that's, that's all we've had throughout these years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of great listening today. In fact, you know, uh, as we were getting caught up in our, our pre-interview today, um, we really started to touch on uh, kind of how profound the blues is in Haudenosaunee territories. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun to make this a Haudenosaunee blues show, uh, of course, featuring the great music of the Rip Chords. Uh, we'll come back right after Jimmy Wolf's Tail Dragger. We're also, before the show is up, going to hear a special tribute going out to my late great friend, Butch Mudbone, but kicking things off right now. It's the Rip Chords from their 2021 Unmasked. It's a live take of Crush On You. Also, the Nonda Jates, you're listening to Gyno. <laughs> Girl, I got a crush on you. 
that line Now I'm sitting here all alone each and every night I gotta know
Jimmy Wolves, 2009 Tail Dragger, as we wind down the first block of listening on today's episode of Guy Note. Welcome back to the chat. If you're just now tuning in, I'm joined on the line with Onondaga artist Rex Lyons. We're discussing his musical background, the eclectic nature of his art, and uh, right now we're going to dive a little bit more into the ripcords of vast history. Now, uh, once again, 2003, that's 20 years now. Uh, first and foremost, are you guys going to be doing anything special for the 20 year anniversary? Yeah, we actually did that, you know, prior to that, you know, it's uh, up and coming and, and with the pandemic, it's made things a little bit uncertain. You know, some of the, the more, we even, we've even lost some venues that just aren't coming back. Hmm. You know, they, they just weren't able to, to withstand it, you know, the, uh, the impact of it. But we are, you know, long story short, we definitely plan on doing something. It's just a matter of uh, when and where. You know, we're trying to, we're getting our uh, our summer calendar together, but uh, it's been a great journey because, you know, we're at the time in our life, uh, and I think we've really kind of lucked out that we're not young kids, you know, we're, we're seasoned musicians now and, and able to get through, you know, some of the challenges of being in a band for 20 years. It's like being in a marriage because you've got five creative people with strong opinions and some stronger than others, you know, and... Uh, and, and finding your way through those things because through, I would say, different perspectives, I wouldn't even call them disagreements, but just opinions and getting through that, I think it, it, it comes out in our music, you know, because as you can see, we touch it. We're, we're dabbling pretty much any genre that we that, that moves us, you know, and, and do it with some continuity. I think that's what's one of our, our earmarks that, that uh, I don't think everybody can do. And I think, again, that's just from us being seasoned and all the different influences we have. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, we don't have anything in the calendar yet of, of, of the 20, 20th anniversary, but um, for sure. The eclectic nature of the band and again, how all of this comes together to make this unique sound has really allowed you guys uh, some amazing opportunities to share the stage with like Santana, Steve Miller, uh, you know, what are some of the standouts over these years? Well, I, well, of course, I, you know, I got to mention uh, Earl Slick because uh, I remember listening to, to John Lennon's Double Fantasy album, and I wasn't really even sure. You know, I knew Earl played with Bowie and all this, and this was just by happenstance that I was playing a gig, that, and Earl was also there. He heard Rex Lyons, and he, he was like, and we had known each other. And the funny story is that he was really... Uh, Talking my father, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, there again, my father's, you know, his outreach has, has goes so far reaching. And Earl has been watching, watches everything that he's done on YouTube and listens to him religiously. He loves that stuff. And we found out uh, that I was his son. He says, Hey, you know, I'm so and so. And we had this great little in there. He says, Hey, I don't know, it's not weird or anything, but it's anyway, you know, it's Orn, your father. And it's a long story short, I said, Yeah, you think I could meet him? I'd love to just chat with him. I said, Sure. And that's what kicked it off because Earl is the, is iconic rock star. He's been there. I mean, the stories he can tell you, you know, being in the studio and, and John Lennon holding his kids and there's pictures, all these different pictures. It was just surreal to, to be connected to this guy. And then you kind of get into his orbit a little bit. I've met Bernard Fowler, who was a very close friend of him. Now Bernard sings back up for the uh, Stones, and he's for more than almost forty years now. And uh, another great human being. These guys are really down to earth dudes too. Like sometimes it's, 
not all the way, uh, always that way with these A-listers, but these guys are extraordinary human beings. Uh, I'm very fortunate, but I, again, I think that's no accident. Like-minded, you know, water seeking its own level, and we've had a great relationship. It's just developed over the time where this guy's very humble. He doesn't think that he's better than or anything. He just likes to play music, likes to share what he has, and I'll tell you, uh, it's, it's just uh, mind-blowing, you know, some of the people that had the good fortune of, of you know, performing with and, and just being listening, sometimes not performing with, but just getting back backstage and, and having a conversation. Someone like Santana, mm. another guy, you know, just extraordinary individual. Uh, he exudes a, a real spiritualism. You can just, it, it just comes across. It's another one of those things you can't fade, you know. Right, right. Obviously, you guys uh, recorded with Earl Slick for the 2019 Earl Slick and the West Side Social. Uh, how long into your guys' relationship did that album come about? I would say it was the second year. What he found out is that once he started talking, my father, and my father, same thing, he, he, he blew his mind. He, I mean, it was funny. You know, Earl comes out of this conversation, you know, he's scratching his head. He goes, your father just blew my mind. I, I, I can't tell you what he, he was just talking to me about. And I, I, he says, I still got to, I got to sit with this and digest what we just had conversations. It was mind blowing. So anyway, it kind of sparked this deeper uh, relationship that was about to bloom. And he likes coming up here to kind of get off the grid. You know, he comes out because he lives about an hour hour and a half outside of New York City. He's got a great log cabin. I've been to his place, you know, full of music, but he loves being in the woods, which is contrary to persona. You know, he grew up in Brooklyn, and he's a, he's a Brooklyn boy, born and raised, and he has all of that still in him, and his love of music and all of that contemporary stuff, but where he wants to be at peace is he's up in the woods in his log cabin, and his his newfie dog there, and, and it's just it's just amazing, you know. <laughs> Just uh, out of curiosity, any more plans to collaborate with him on future projects, too? Yeah, actually, yeah, it's really funny you say that, because uh, there was a guy up here that, uh, that I know, there's a couple of different studios, and he really connected one of, one of my buddies, who still has the big 72-channel Neve board. Like, there's only mm. a few of them around the East Coast. You usually have to go to the bigger cities to find one of those. Anyway, here in little old central New York, we've got this guy, Moltrax, and Still records on two-inch tape. He does everything analog. And, and uh, Earl says, geez, you know, I could really do some work here. And which he does, because a, a lot of Earl's uh, work is in Europe now. That's where he, he gets, makes a lot of his living. He goes over there and does a lot of shows. Uh, and, it, you know, he has a book out. He does movie spots, all of that stuff. But he also gets guest appearances of his own that he can do via the internet. Now he has a studio. They said, yeah, this is, you know, it's only two hours away. I can come up here. I can hang with you, get some work done, make some money. This is great. So, you know, we've talked about doing so. As a matter of fact, I have another project already in the can and um, I mastered it the other day. Went in the studio and mastered I'm still putting the packaging together and it's called um, uh, the West Side Social Club uh, Six Feet Apart <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> it seems like an appropriate name. <laughs> Yeah, but well, we were going to call it the West Side Social Distancing Club, but I didn't want to throw any people off. Yeah, you got to keep it the social club, right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Got to have some continuity. Got to have some continuity. 
But we know we're always looking for the uh, the joke, you know. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> and again, that humor definitely comes through in a lot of the music. And uh, this has been an incredible conversation so far, Rex. Uh, let's get back into the music. We'll come back and talk future plans. I mean, you already gave us a little bit of a teaser, but I know you have a lot going on. So, uh, yeah, we'll come back and chat in just a few. Uh, for listeners out there, at this time, you're invited to turn it up and sing along with one from Cornbread, Butch Mudbone from his final album, Stroke into Bones, and this one from Earl Slick and the West Side Social Club. It's the Rip Chords and Thickest Thieves. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. Making my way to Texas. I don't think I'm coming home alive I said I'm making my way to Texas I don't think I'm coming home alive They got their own army down there Looking for a fight and so am I Looking over my shoulder A little more than I But she took the gold Yeah, she left me some of the silver But she took the gold Yeah, she left me with this busted heart Lord God knows she took my soul
I'll be right back to wrap up my discussion with today's featured guest, Rex Lyons. In the meantime, a couple tasty tracks coming your way, including one from Cornbread and one from Butch Mudbone's final album, Stroking the Bones, it's Teepee Creepin', today on Gyno. When the powwow was over, everybody going home. I don't want to be sitting by this fire all alone. I be teepee creeping. I be teepee creeping. I be teepee creeping. All night long. The place is gone. And there ain't no 49 I'm looking for an ending girl To show me a good time I'm going teepee creeping I'm going teepee creeping I'm going teepee creeping I'm all done dancing, my stuff is put away I gotta find that sweet thing to help me make my day I'm going teepee creeping I'm going teepee creeping I'm going teepee creeping Give me some fried bread, some corn soup. See what else? I'm gonna keep it creeping. I'm gonna keep it creeping. This is Rex Lyons of the Ripcord. You're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. Continue listening here to get your indigenous rock. Oh, yeah. She was standing in line 
standing with the rest Waiting to compete To see who is best Dressed in all her splendor In her jingle dress Jingle dress dancers Moving to and fro Jamie and Shane From head to toe Moving to the rhythm Of a jingle dress of sweet friends in the air happy new key that's Wayne B caressing Mother Earth with his shuffling feet Cornbread's Jingle Dressed Dancer. Try and say that ten times fast as we wind down our listening of that block of great music on today's episode of Gyno. Welcome back. If you're just now tuning in, I highly encourage you to go check out the archive podcast version of this episode of Gyno at gynomusic.fm. And of course, you're welcome to check out nv1.org and check your local listings as well. If it's not there yet, 
Give them a call. Get it programmed on the air. Uh, Rex, we have just a few more minutes to be able to chat right now. Um, you know, you mentioned this new West Side Social Club album coming out. Uh, what kind of a projected finish date are we looking at for this? Well, I would say probably late February. I should have it in hand if that all goes well. You know, still got to do some some of the, you know, the nuts and bolts working on the artwork. But, you know, I, I think that's realistic. Um, I think I can get it done by, by late February and actually have product in hand. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things, too, where I got another collective group of local musicians, and it just happened to be, you know, a couple of here cast appearances, and, and it really is something that is kind of unique because, you know, again, Earl has this thumbprint all over it, and I think that's so fun. You know, like I was saying, when, when I remember listening to Double Fantasy, and then we were jamming down in my band room, he, I heard that sound, you know, the, the effect. I'm going, this is trippy. Oh, yeah. uh, I was just <laughs> going to ask, there had to have been a moment that was like, wow, this isn't real. Pinch me. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, I could, there's been several moments like that. I mean, you know, when having, then he, then Bernard was a guest. Like I said, when Bernard was here, we did a show with Bernard Fowler. He came here and, and we've done a couple of things. And, and then I said, you know, Bernard, I, I know not for anything, but if, you know, I said, if there's any way at some point, you know, the stones are coming through and, you know, get, get, do me, do me a solid. I would just like to shake Keith Richards' hand one time, you know, <laughs> he goes, done, done deal. Hey. Did you name this place? And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the treatment, you know, and I said, wow. So as luck would have it, I said, well, I'll see you in Pasadena as things were happening, and I was going to go to Pasadena. And unfortunately, uh, that's when Mick Jagger had a heart attack, and the whole tour went down, uh, you know. And, but still, you know, they're rocking again, and I, I hopefully I, I, I get my opportunity because, you know, this is just the kind of guys they are. They're really just great guys. And, and um, you know, like I said, this, this new project, you know, Earl is just the down-to-earth dude that, that, that loves music and who he is and what what he loves to do and loves to share and express it with who, who's ever down, you know? Oh, I can't wait for the new project to come out, and it sure sounds like uh, another reason, another excuse to get you on Gyno. I'd love to pick your brain a little bit more and, and chat about that. As we look ahead to 2023, uh, it's my understanding you guys are working on, you know, extending your reach throughout this year, too, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, like I had mentioned earlier, that we were really on the cusp of doing that prior to the pandemic. Matter of fact, we have a record deal. Uh, Rivet Records got a got a contract on the table, and we haven't signed it. You know, because it's you know, it's it's one of those deals that you you got to have. You know, you need your lawyers and all of that kind of thing. And what does it actually mean? But you know, it's a it's a Sony uh, Orchard uh, is a Sony distribution company. And they're connected. So if that happens, you know, we're just going to be another step in the right direction. And I believe we're going to sign it because we've gone through the whole thing, but we haven't signed it to date. But there we are again, and it can potentially be on uh, Rivet Records. And then the distribution uh, was distributed by um, Orchard, which is Sony Music, and uh, get into the bigger markets. You know, there's already, you know, there'll be a grind there, but uh, an exciting space for us because I really believe that we have the goods and, and it's been expressed to me, you know, by, by people who, you know, that, that don't have any real, you know, like I'm not as biased as I would be. Cause of course I love the music <laughs> that I, that I love and want to perform. And somebody, you know, in the, in the industry says, Hey, 
if you guys want to get serious about this, we can make it happen. That's that's, that's like uh, you know a little a little uh, you know intimidating, but at the same time, you know, we we, we who wouldn't do that if you're you know aspiring musician to potentially get out there and actually make a go of it, go national, go international, and you know we'll see what happens, you know. And uh, <laughs> but that's the plan: get out in bigger markets and do some road work and 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 see if we can uh, you know. Get, get a little more visibility and, you know, potentially get into those places where you can, you know, get lucky and, and you know, maybe have, have a hit or you get on some movies, uh, soundtrack or where there's some real revenue, you know, those kinds of things. But that's what we're aspiring to do. And, you know, all goes well. That's where we're headed. I have a really good feeling that 2023 is the year of the ripcord. So please keep me in the loop. I can't wait to hear the new projects, see if these plans coming about, and and definitely catch another show. I mean, you guys were definitely a highlight at the Native American Music Awards. There were a lot of highlights, and it was a kind of a funky time, but you know, it all came together quite nicely. And uh, and of course, it was nice to meet you and your dad and chat a little bit and. Oh, I, I certainly hope we can do this again. Where can people find you at? Well, you can find us. At, we have our own website, uh, uh, but we, we're on every uh, platform. You can find our music on Apple, uh, Spotify, CD Baby, any of any of those platforms. We're on all the major platforms. You can find us. You just got to Google up the, the ripcords and we come up and uh, get yourself some uh, ripcord music. And we're also... Uh, have a online press kit too, which in case there are any uh, uh, talent hunters out there, which is www.opk.solutions forward slash the the dash ripcords, and you can find our you know it's a it's a uh, online press kit. It's got videos, it's got content, it's got bios, and it goes it goes very in depth. I can't thank you enough for spending a little bit of time and chatting with me today, and I certainly hope we can do this again soon. Absolutely. It's been great. I look forward to, uh, to continuing our conversation. The winds are changing. I know I got to get away. The winds are changing. I know I gotta get away Driving down a dead end road Gotta pack my bags and go I've been thinking about tomorrow Lord, I need a brighter day I've been 
recorded and produced on the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation, with support from the Anosaguende Cultural Center and Creatives Rebuild New York. For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. To discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. They say that a friend will never let you down. Stay right there with you when no one is around Sometimes that friend might be hard to see Might not be just what you expect that friend to be Cause the blues With me through thick and thin Yeah And that's why I believe And you're the blues took her home with me. I thought we'd live together and love so happily. That fine woman thought she'd stick around. I woke up one morning, she was nowhere to be found. But the blues keep on hanging in. Yeah, and that's why.
Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.